What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. It's Wednesday. It is the day before Thanksgiving. To let everybody know, by the way, that what we're doing here, because we're not going to do the Spider-Man rewatch on Friday. We're going to let you get all fat on turkey and watch the last uh, the Into the Spider-Verse with myself, Coy, and Winston tomorrow. So after you're done stuffing your face or before you're doing it, go and check it out. Make sure that you watch that episode. And then Friday will be the Sith Council. So we're giving you episodes today. Thursday and Friday. Today, I'm psyched, man. I get my buddy, Matt Sarah on. We're going to talk about a lot of things. I know he's very excited about Knives Out 2. We're going to be talking about that. Uh, we're going to be talking about... He wants to talk about Dune, and I can't wait to talk to him about Dune, Spider-Man, Star Wars. We're going to geek out. We're going to geek out with Matt Sarah in just a little bit, guys. So let's get ready. Let's get started here. I'm excited. Go to the Apple Podcast and make sure you are downloading us, whether it's Spotify or wherever podcasts are found, and subscribe to this channel. Very, very important. But let's get into this shit, man. It's a big thing. It's me, it's Matt Sarah. Let's do it. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Joining me today. I don't do digital. You guys know I don't do digital anymore, but I had to do it for this guy. I mean, you got a talk, chance to talk to him in a little bit, having to be able to geek out in a little bit, and I get to do it. He is the former UFC welterweight champion of the world and my pal, Matt the Terror Sarah. What's up, brother man? What's up, bro? Long I, time, man. No, I've, I've been watching your show, and now it's officially the big thing. It's no longer... It's no longer the SEN Live. So SEN in general it presents, right? So the Schmodown Entertainment Network presents both um, both the Schmodown and then this channel is basically just the Christian Harloff channel where I do reviews and reactions and I have the big thing and then Sith Council. But SEN presents it. That's the brand name. But the overall show, yeah, this one is is the big thing. And so what do you think, man? You like uh, for me, I've been saying it. People are commenting back and forth. To me, this is my favorite show that I've ever done, to be honest. I get to shoot the shit with my friends. I get kind of a little bit more loose and I don't really, you know, I don't feel handcuffed by shit I got to talk about. I dig it, man. I've been watching. I'm enjoying it. You know, um, I like also what you're doing with the movies. You're talking about the old Star Wars movies. Oh, the whole you do. What is it? The rewatch you said? Yeah, we, so we're doing the rewatch on both. We we finished our rewatch on Star Wars last week, and and then we have one more with Spider Man. But we're gonna get into the Matrix. We're gonna do all the Batman movies. So the fans really seem to be enjoying the rewatch series. And to be honest, dude, it's fun to go back and watch a lot of these things, like especially things yeah. I haven't picked up in a while, like even like certain things that like because Spider Man three, the Raimi one, I remember being so terrible, and it's not good, but there is a lot of good shit in there that I was that I that I kind of just disregarded because i remember it being such a fart box yeah. i mean special effects wise action wise there was some cool stuff in that yeah. i didn't think that i didn't dig the kid that was venom and and yeah, there, no. there might have been too many things into play with the sand man and stuff but uh i'll tell you the new one far from home right yeah far from, uh the new one, no way home no way home yeah, that new trailer, we talked about that briefly the other day. That's interesting. There's people saying that they think that um that there's the other Spider-Man's cropped out of it of that yeah, one shot. Because it looks like it looks like um San uh not Sandman. So yeah, maybe Sandman's face, somebody's getting punched. Lizard, right? Lizard, lizard, yeah. Yeah, the lizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. You think they yeah. would do that? 
100 percent. you remember you remember civil war when in civil war when they announced the trailer because nobody knew if spider-man was going to be in it or not and the original trailer for civil war they cropped him out of it they took him out of it they cropped like hulk out of something too they've cropped people out before and the, i think it was like the brazilian trailer that they show where lizard comes in and it looks like he gets cracked in the jaw it's like it makes sense and i'm glad that they did it i think it makes sense that they did it i think that in there's like two sides of the coin right there's there's, there's people that like you you're like really tapped into this shit the way that I am. So you pay attention to all this stuff. So you don't care. You're going to see the movie regardless. Um, So the argument for it of showing Toby and and Andrew is let's get people who liked those movies in the past and let them know that these guys are going to be in it because then they're going to want to see it. But there's so much hype in this thing. Anyway, you don't need to show them. Yeah. Um, No, true. I like that. um, I think it's interesting. Like our, the villains like Doc Ock and yeah, what is it? Electro, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Are they are they villains in this in this in this world where it looked like they was talking to Doc Ock? Like like Doc Ock, he was like he was almost like uh, not misunderstood, but he wasn't like an evil guy. You know what I mean? Like it was corrupted by the things. It was corrupted by the technology. Yeah, it was starting to drive him nuts, and he finally he snaps out of it. So I so I think that I do think Electro and Salmon and Lizard and and Goblin are all going to be bad. I don't think Doc Ock will be. I think they're going to get the nano taking out of him pretty quick. I think he's going to help, but the rest of them because that's the point of the trailer, right? They say like uh, Doctor Strange tells uh, uh, Peter, he says like, listen. Here's like all these villains, they they died before they got pulled in here before fighting Spider-Man. So you can't really save them. And I think that that's the whole thing is that they're coming in all pissed off. And, and that's also why I think it makes sense that the other Spider-Men are going to show up. It's their fate. He was yeah. pretty much saying yeah. to die to, from to Spider-Man. That's pretty, it's pretty interesting and kind of morbid. I like it. I, I'm, I'm interested in it. You Me know? too. You know, it's, they said it's like the darker, it's like the end game of Spider-Man movies. And you certainly get that in the trailer so far, and it's it's weird because like I was I was definitely excited for this movie, but there's something about this movie. There's certain movies out there that are able to do that, to be able to like really jump on that hype train and get people so fired up. Like they have a, they have a fucking event for the trailer, and people showed up and lost their minds. I mean, Tom Holland showed up to the thing. Yeah. And it's like there's there's those certain movies that just have that hype train, and and they they just need to deliver, you know. Uh. I like. I listen. I think Tom Holland is amazing as Spider Man. Yeah. I'm really. I know I'm gonna. That's my 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 one kid. That's her favorite. My two kids. Look, I got my one Spider Man and my one uh, of uh, Captain America. So oh, my yeah. daughter, she loves Spider Man. And uh, how old? old? Was that how old is your daughter? Uh, I got three daughters: twelve, ten, and eight. So and my daughter, yeah yeah. So they they all got their favorites, you know. Yes. Yeah. Well, my daughter's the same way. I just watched into the Spider Verse with her. She, she she's seen two spider-man movies now she saw she saw the first toby movie and she loved it yeah and she saw spider-verse and she just fell in love oh well, spider-verse is spider-verse was just so so well done it's funny wow. as hell too you know i i think that's great speaking of um trailers yeah. I, the major i'm really the matrix one it basically seems kind of like the same movie it seems like the but i guess that's how it's supposed to be yeah but uh, it looks beautiful. The the trailer with the song, um, you know, the song I'm talking about to the trailer. Yeah, yeah the, uh, what the is white, it? White Rabbit, right? An airplane or some shit. 
right? Yeah. It, it, but, uh, yeah. Oh, it fits perfectly. Yeah. And it get it it definitely gets you going. It doesn't. It seems like it's really quality. Yeah. I just don't know. I just I'm just confused by the whole thing because you know. Yeah. No, I I agree. Um, like they they have a lot of explaining to do, which is yeah. a good thing. Um, because yeah. the first movie's so good and the animatrix is fantastic too. But those are that's really where it stops. The second one could have been good if the third one was, but it just didn't the third one was such a mess, it just didn't deliver. So the question is, it looks like they're sticking around into the matrix more, which is what I want to see from them and see how they explain it. So yeah. that that to me just is a matter of execution because I'm very excited for it, but could it could very well be it could be shitty depending on how they how they play it. I mean, I remember seeing, I think I seen it, uh, I seen it uptown with a bunch of my friends, a bunch of my jujitsu buddies back in the day, the oh. very first Matrix. And I remember seeing that and it just was like, it was just like, uh, it's just a game changer. It was just like, whoa. Were you, were you, uh, that was like 99. Yeah, right? man. Yeah. Were you in the UFC yet at that point? Oh, no. My first fight in the UFC was 2001. Oh, okay. 2001. So I was basically like in Manhattan six days a week, just living at Henzo Gracie Academy. Wow, and uh, in '99, I was like, I I won the Pan Ams. I was in, okay. I won the World Championship in Jiu Jitsu. It's a brown belt, so I was busy competing and training. Yeah. So, you know, that night, a bunch of us after training, we went and, and seen that uptown. Yeah, and then we spent the night at my friend's. Uh, like had a loft over there, and uh, it was just a good one of those good nights. But the movie, I remember going into it not knowing what, well, not too much about it. I remember yeah. one of those things. Yeah, picture. Like back then, like ninety nine too. So it's not like you got all the social media buzzes and this and that, you know. No. So yeah. to go into that just like dry and be like, what the what did I just watch? Yeah. And then I was really, to be honest with you, I was let down with the. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't. Cra- I mean, I know they had their their moments, I guess, but the second. I, I wasn't crazy about the sequels, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think that's a lot of people too, yeah. for sure. you're, because you're right. What that happened. People forget that in '99, the talk of that summer was was Episode One. It was Phantom Menace. That's what everybody was talking about was Star Wars, and then yeah. this movie comes out, Matrix, and you're like, "What the hell is this?" Everyone, you you pretty much just summed up what everyone felt like. What the hell did I just get hit with? And I can only imagine for somebody like yourself because they they do. There's a lot of martial arts in there. There's a lot of those philosophies inside of that movie. The philosophy of the Matrix in general was very much and similar to what we'll get into in a little bit was i when you texted me about after you saw dune and and like because i'm so very curious to we'll get into it but like to curious because you had written something particular that he had written that he had said in training and being a fighter being an ex-champion being that being only to to look at that and to look at that philosophy of of what is taught there in dune and i'm sure you saw the same thing in matrix it's i I can only imagine oh yeah i mean (laughs) yeah Especially, I can't do his uh, his his accent, but jujitsu. I'm going to learn jujitsu. I mean, that was awesome. When he's yeah. downloading it in his head, if yeah. only you do that, you know, just download that shit. Yeah, can you imagine? Uh, hours of getting strangled to get good at this stuff. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was wild. I mean, yeah. Yeah, whenever you want to get into that, I mean, that is just amazing. I'm looking forward to the new Matrix. When does that come out, by the way? End of December, not too. I think a couple of weeks after Spider Man. I think it's like right around the Christmas. Wow. So, so what are your thoughts? Because you, you're a guy. You go to the movies a lot, um, and so you're going to see. You're going to see Afterlife today. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Are you, <laughs> me so and are the you, family. Me and the family are going to go see the Ghostbusters Afterlife. So I think that you're going to love it because you're going with your family. I, um, because yeah. I, I went. I saw a screening, and I really enjoyed the movie. I saw it by myself, but the whole time I was watching it. I was thinking about my daughter, right? I was thinking yeah. about, 
oh man, like uh, she's really gonna love this. It's were you original Ghostbusters fan? Oh, 100 percent I'm around 47. So when did that thing come out? In the, in 80, 84. 84. Yeah, exactly, man. So I mean, I'm I'm 10 years old. I mean, I'm I'm the age yeah. of of that type of thing. And I'll tell you, man, I I it was uh it was great. I, I loved I loved Ghostbusters as a kid. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, you're gonna dig it because it's it's got. I mean, look, this is definitely more, as where that movie because I'm I'm just I'm like a year 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 younger than you are, and I same thing. I remember seeing that movie in the in the theater with my with my dad, loving it, and that movie was definitely built towards like the Saturday Night Live audience, the the the, the guys who followed. Yeah, and then less about. I mean, the, you families loved it and kids loved it, but it this definitely is a love letter to that movie because ivan reitman's son jason reitman directs it you can see that you can feel it but it's like this is a more of a story about like the, the grandkids and it's um but it's it's cute i i really do it looks good it really yeah. does uh what did you think about the one uh, the uh the other the last one though the uh the one with the girls so my my thought on that one was i just think it was it was handled um poorly and not and what i mean by that is what this movie does, it connects to those other two movies. I th and I think that, that it'll get success from the fans that were looking forward to that to see how it yeah. connects. This the, the the I really like all of those uh, all of those actors, uh, Melissa McCarthy and Leslie Jones, oh, yeah. all of them. They're great, but I just think that the problem was that they tried to do another Ghostbusters movie and then they throw Bill Murray and Aykroyd into these other cameos that didn't make sense, and it was like a alternate multiverse kind of weird thing that just didn't it just didn't play um yeah. it just could have been it could have been something else yeah i i didn't think it was awful i mean but it wasn't it wasn't what the originals were to me obviously yeah. i mean and it didn't have that same feel even though it was fun it was something different, yeah, but different. I, you know, then you got thor taking his shirt off and everything i don't know what he's doing i like that but it's like whatever man and i like him Right. Yeah, well, Paul Feig and Paul Feig directed it. Who did Bridesmaids? I mean, he's and Spy. He's I love Paul Feig. He's great, great director. I just yeah. um, it just didn't hit for me, and it had nothing to do with people. The stupidity of people going, well, we don't need female Ghostbusters. That's stupid. The, nah, the that's that's true. stupid. It either works or it doesn't. I mean, you don't exactly what it was. It didn't work for me. It didn't work for me. But I like. But I think that had they connected it, had they done something similar to what they do here, like if those, if the, if the, um, if the women were the were the daughters. And the daughters then picked up the mantle and did basically what this is doing. I think it would have worked better. I just, you know, a, a separate kind of remake is ultimately what it was. That's why it didn't play for me. Yeah, and this one, you can, yeah, it has that type of feel to it just by looking at it. And it has the, what is that? Does it have a kid from Stranger Things? I don't know. It's got a little, a little bit of the spooky feel from just looking at it. I don't know. The trailer looks amazing. I'm gonna see it in an hour or so. You know, text me, text me when you're when you're done and let me know what you thought of it. Oh, for sure, man. For cool, sure. Cool. Yeah, because I, I liked it. This couple I just saw I can't talk about it yet because the embargo's up. I just saw House of Gucci yesterday. Yeah, well, you know. You don't care about, you don't care about that one. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll review that when I review knife knives out too or whatever. <laughs> I know you're excited about that one. Oh, um, are you paying attention to all the stuff that's going on with Star Wars? The uh, the I know because you you love Mandalorian like me, right? Oh, I love Mandalorian, yeah. Man. yeah. Hey, did I ever show you this? This this this. Yeah. I was in the the Sponge Docks with my family down in Florida, yeah. and we were in these the, these little like like drift shops, and it was almost like a Christmas story. It was like, Where's that behind the tree? I saw up there this beautiful. Look at that! Look at this. Yeah, that's great. Look at 
this Tatooine? Is he on Tatooine right there? Tatooine, man. This is not. That's Boba Fett, Mother Jumbo. Look at that. No, no, but he's on Tatooine, right? Yeah, man. He's got the uh, Greedo in there before yeah, uh, yeah. and shoots him first. And then the other dude that we know with the thing on his head. Anyway. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah so I, I love Mandalorian. Yeah. I can't wait for the book of Boba Fett. It, yeah. looks, it looks like some gangster like, movie. Like intergalactic gangster shit. I like yeah. that. You know, I think yeah. it's just hardcore, man. I, I, I really, uh, I'm, I'm digging the other uh, girl as his sidekick that owes him like the life debt. Yeah, know? yeah, Fennec Shan. She's also she's she's great in the way that they play play into it. I and it's and I I'm curious how they play that out. And what I liked about that and what I've been said recently is that like. I didn't give a shit about Boba Fett as far as having his own movie or having his own TV show. Like when they first announced, like Disney, Disney was just saying, "Oh, there's going to be a Yoda movie. There's going to be a Solo movie. Yeah. There's going to be Boba." I'm like, who cares? I don't care about this shit until they set it up so well in Mandalorian that I'm like, okay, now I actually care. And they said it, and then that trailer hits between that and now the Obi Wan series is coming out, and that's gonna. I think that that's my most anticipated is is Obi Wan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I and th yeah. Then they bought a. Uh... They brought the kid back. Vader. Yeah, Aiden Christensen, yeah. All right, good, man. Get that kid some work. Listen, yeah. I, he's a talented guy. I thought Jumper was an awesome. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think that uh, McGregor as, um, as Obi-Wan is just fantastic. He was the best thing about those prequels. He was so good that, that he, him and, him and uh, Liam Nielsen and Darth Maul saved that fight. Darth Maul, Ray Parks, they they saved the that 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 first one for me. That fight yeah. at the end, it's great. Was my favorite probably fight scene with anything with the lightsaber. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we can transition from Star Wars into Dune because Dune sure. is Dune for sure. You know, people have been quoted as saying that it's. I don't like the the moniker of saying it's Star Wars for adults. I think Star Wars is as much for adults as anything too. But this is more of a mature science fiction film for sure, and it's based off the books. But like I. I didn't like the David Lynch movie that came out. So I was kind of didn't really care too much about everyone was getting excited about this movie. And at least Mark Riley was really excited about it. He's like, listen, man, you're going to love it. They do it right because of the way that they really handle this thing on like the book. If they handle it the right way, it, it really plays. And I loved this movie. I absolutely loved this movie. I was so, I was, I, I didn't go to, did you see it in the theater? No, you know what? I, unfortunately, I did not see it in the theater. I, I want to still. But I tell you right now, I've seen it many times. I've watched. I have it. I have it in the background when I'm shaving my head. I, I'm telling you, I I'll say I love this movie. This is one of my. This is my newest. Like when I get into something, I'm into something. Like, yeah. No, I could tell. I could tell you were really into it because you were quoting it already. And yeah, yeah. I, I took picture. I took vids of my phone. Just yeah. Like motivational. Josh Brolin. First of all, he's good in everything. Great in everything. But when he's, I'll tell you, that scene, what a difference between him and Patrick Stewart when Patrick Stewart, it's, it's funny because I watched a little bit. Of the old of, one? Of the 84th one, 84, yeah. uh, 1984 one. Yeah. And it's a rough, it's a rough one to get through. Yeah. But now that I've seen the Dune, the the, the, the new one, this one, the, the one that just came out, uh, you see, because it's the similar story based on Frank Herbert's book from the 60s, yeah. it's pretty similar Characters and similar even scenes when he's when I, and one scene when Patrick uh, Stewart plays um Gurney, yeah, Gurney, right, Gurney, right, yeah, yeah. and uh, Josh Brolin's character and they show him in the suits that were really blocky and those special effects back then. What a difference with the scene with uh, Josh Brolin and yeah. uh, 
and, and the kid, Paul. It's so um, important, though, too, because it really establishes not only their relationship and kind of what character kind of Gurney is, but just the, oh, like you said, the overall philosophy in general of what this kid is going to be, what he needs to be, what he needs to do in that particular moment. And the idea of, of, of like you, you were mentioned with like a fight, you know, and what happens inside of the, like you're not always ready for it, you know? Well, listen, man, he wasn't in the mood. He goes, yeah. well, maybe I'm not in the mood. I love that scene. I could watch, I watched that the big particular scene. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times. Cause I've had similar things in training. We're training, we're training people in myself. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm not in the mood. He's like, "What is mood of anything?" I love this scene. He gets my, my nipples hot. He's uh, like, he goes, "He's like, what does mood have to do with it?" He's like, right. "You fight when the necessity arises." Right. And then he's just like, "Enough with you, buddy." Attacks him. I, oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I, I see. I see. Found the mood. Immediately when you said that, I thought of you. I thought of you immediately when you texted me. I was like, "Oh, I can see you quoting this to your students when you're teaching them at the at the Ooh, studio." Yeah. Powerful. And yeah. then he's like, you don't want to. Basically, I'm going to paraphrase a little because yeah. he's like, you don't like, you don't really get what we're facing here. He's telling Paul, he's like, yeah. I need to see it. I need to see it in your eyes. I love it, dude. And you yeah. can tell he cares about him. He cares yeah. about him, and he's trying to let him know, like, look, dude, you don't. And it, it was very Games of Thronesy in that. And that's what that's what it felt like. Like, look, yeah. we're going to we're going to uh, King's Landing, and that's we can be surrounded by enemies. You got to understand. Yeah. It's almost like it felt like with Ned Stark's telling like his kids or whatever. Like he's telling this kid, you gotta you realize you gotta realize what we're facing here. Right. I, I need to see it in your eyes. He gets so many. I love that shit. He, that was powerful. And yeah. so, you know, props to Jason Momoa. I thought he was phenomenal as well. It's one of his better roles. I I, I agree. Yeah. And I think he brings a he out of a out of a film that has a lot of very serious people and not like there was something about him where he was absolutely one of the more powerful characters but he still had a an air of humor about him he was still uh the, he almost served like a a second father figure to paul and the certain things and, and the even when he finds him and his mother in the in the desert and it, it, like, he embraces them and and there is that there's absolutely that start you can see why george lucas was inspired by dune to to write star wars one of the things obviously because of the uh, there's a lot. I mean, the voice is pretty much the force. You know, what the, about the Matrix with the the one? The ma so you yeah. see a lot of these, these the, the movies that that people are gonna watch this doing. They're gonna be like, oh, they probably got that from Star Wars. They got that from the Matrix. Yeah. Hey, man, uh, preludes. This this is back in the sixties. They came out with this. Yeah. So I love to see it done right. And I saw my old nemesis in the land. <laughs> I, I think I texted you about that. I had a jujitsu match. Okay. But, um, yeah, you did. You did. First, Babs. I can't pronounce. Can't pronounce his last name. But oh. basically, if people see the movie, he's one of the Vern, Vern, Vernon, Vermin, Vermin. Yeah. 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 But uh, I'll it's great though. Yeah. But I like to see him doing well. Yeah. He. So that that in general, where you have um, you've got this scene. This whole thing's sort of set up. A lot of people's criticism and there wasn't a lot but there's the criticism that this movie did have was that it's a slow burn and that it takes a while to set up but you wait the way that i 
counter that is this is a this is meant for a massive massive scale the same way like a kill bill volume one and volume two is one big movie this yeah. is one big movie and this is the first setup of it to get us into the fremen and into all this stuff and and get us like ready to go into all of the action in general um and because Denis Villeneuve says that the second one is going to be just pure, you know full action the same way like I guess Return of the King was was full action at the end there so I I love the slow burn I love the setup to me like there's certain I'm, I've been screaming to the hills for most things that I think a lot most things should be like I prefer Star Wars in television than I do in big screen I think you have more time to set up I agree opposite for me here I think that I think for me this is a big movie overall that i think works on the big screen even though i haven't seen it on the big screen but i understand and although they are doing a dune series i think that is um you know it's it's relevant to have this story told out and in, into film listen visually I, I can understand why people are saying to see it in imax and i, I hope i do yeah it's out of theaters but visually um the the, the score i mean oh man I can't do it. I can't do that shit. But it's yeah. fucking. It's going through the thing, and yeah. I'll tell you, man, it got it right in every in 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 all in all, in all areas. Yeah. The acting, the the uh, the the, the, the I, I like the pacing. There's enough of those. The action that was in it was very was quality. It yeah. was it was very well done. You know, so and the story. I mean, listen, it the lore, the world building. It's not like the '84 one when you have this the girl in the beginning doing like a a, a fifteen minute monologue explaining explaining what's going on. The you understand what's going on, man. You don't have to know read the books. You don't have to know what's going on. Oh, all right. This 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 evil race. What do they call the Harkin? Harkin what now? Harkin. Yeah. Did you uh, did you watch, did you watch it on subtitles? I did. I did watch that in subtitles afterwards. Wow. Um, I, I man, I watched it so many times. But the yeah. Harkin was there on the planet. They have it for eighty years. Of course, they're going to be pissed off when the Emperor puts them in there. Why is the Emperor doing that? He's got some. When's a gift not a gift, dude? It's a lot going on. It's a lot yeah. going on. Love how locked into it you are. Like it's it's, it's, boring. it's not fucking. Hey, listen. You know me, my ADD. If this shit's boring, I'm out. It's not. It got me in, and it kept me in, and it makes. Yeah. You, I watch it again. I'm seeing different shit. Yeah, you were so you you were skeptical going in, right? You didn't know what you, what you were gonna get. Yeah, I did. I did not. I did. The only thing I knew of the Dune was the '84 thing movie that I never got through. I never got through, and yeah. I'm still I'm still getting through it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not, it, it's not I can, you know, but so I wasn't into it. But now, in all invested in, I can't wait. I'm so happy they greenlighted the sequel. Me too. Me too. I'm excited that the second one's coming out because it's I, I especially. Well, because he's also because Vanilla Villeneuve is still very excited to do the movie, right? And the fact when you get directors who uh, are not only just taking the gig to get a job, but also because they're pumped up, passionate about it, and and I understand, you know, the fact that there are certain filmmakers that just want to get everything in this theater and they want to put it in the big screen. They don't want it to have streaming. The streaming thing for me, the HBO Max thing that they're doing again. I'm sure this has been good for you also ha having a family like just having that instant access like day of as opposed to theaters are great theaters are fun but like having that instant access to just watch certain things when they come like this uh, you're not i forget you're not were you a sopranos guy yeah i enjoyed it yeah i mean at the end it got real dreamy and yeah dream sequences and whatnot and i didn't watch the new one i couldn't make it through that it was you didn't okay okay uh, i couldn't get into it no but, uh, but you know yeah i like the sopranos back in the day 
Yeah, but I mean, the fact like that is a perfect example to me of a movie that comes out in the theater, doesn't do very well in the theater, but it just destroys on HBO Max. And just like so much so that they're talking about doing a miniseries was what they should have done in the first place, to be honest with you. But like, but yeah, I'm sorry, but I just want to before. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we talked about this and I thought it was phenomenal. Another movie. This is the movie that I enjoyed. Yes. Can I guess what you say it? You 100%. The Suicide Squad. A hundred percent, yes. Same it way. was my favorite movie since now Dune is the new one I'm obsessed with. Well, yeah. I love the Suicide Squad. I, for a James Gunn, again, the music, first of all, every, it, it hits emotional. Uh, it gets you the emotions going. That, yeah. That's the scene. I'm not going to get into each scene, but like there's a certain scene with, uh, with uh, what, what's her name? Rat, Rat Catcher 2. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. See, they say my city, it's their city. And then she has the little flashback of a dad above the city. Yeah. That's Taika Waititi. Oh, and he gives a little speech about the rats. How great was that? That's like being a father. That's almost get you teary. Oh, it absolutely did. That that movie, I'm I'm with you on the same page. If I if we, that that's one of my favorite movies of the year for sure for sure. If not the that and Dune are up there for me. And the reason why it for both of them. Yeah, they, they both surprised me because the music, the music when when Harley Quinn juggles that what she does at the end. Oh, amazing! It's gorgeous. What I'm driving, it's beautiful. That movie is gorgeous. It's a very it's a it's a, it's a really it's like a painting. Um, but yeah, that movie, The Suicide Squad, because I'm I don't know where you stand on Guardians, but like I I think that I think Guardians of the Galaxy one is good. Uh, the second one I don't really like. Um, I enjoyed both. Yeah. yeah, I don't like the second one. I enjoyed the first one more, but. Yeah. Second one was uh, a, a fun was a fun sequel. Um, I, I enjoy that man. I mean, I, I enjoy what he did with them. You know, I just think that James Gunn thrives in movies like this. I think he, I think the handcuffs come off him a little bit more, and he's able to really kind of have some fun with something because he's got such a warped uh, sense of humor and and his style, and and he just played and 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 it also actually I think helped this, even though it didn't do very well uh, financially. I think that. The reason why it helps so well critically is because the first movie was such a shitbox that, yeah. uh, that the expectations were so low for it. And then when he puts it out there, like I was, dude, I would watch this movie in my office and I was laughing so loud. It bothers me that it didn't do well because I'm like, come on, man, they're not going to give this guy another sh- another run with this because it didn't. And that's where I think the HBO Max heard it because I don't know. It had people had to be watching this thing. It was so good. They should have waited. What, what would you want with that? Did you ever think? Let me ask you, Christian, because yeah. I thought about this a lot. Yeah, I love the lead in it. What's his name? Uh, um, Idris Elba. Yeah, what, what was his name in it again? Um, the man. Oh, 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 not um, not that. That shot's the other one. So yeah. shoot, I for, I for, I can't remember. How the fuck did we forget this? I but uh, anyway, I kept thinking, what if? They didn't get him, and they had Will Smith back as Deadshot in that, right? With the daughter and this and that, and he played the same exact. It's, it's a very similar role, you know what I mean? They were both. Yeah. So, but but I I think um, that is it. What, if, what the hell's his name? It's gonna bother me. Not Bloodsport, is it? What's his it name? is Bloodsport. Yes, it is. Yeah, Bloodsport. 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 I thought he was. I thought he was great. I liked him arguing with his daughter in the jail. Oh, I liked his thing yeah. with Peacemaker. I like how he came to the rescue with Cat with a uh, Ratcatcher. How how the just the way that was done 
and this little so, so standoff. You know what I mean? Oh, oh hilarious. Was that was it Gary? Is that the is that the scene that when, when they're like, who the hell's that? It's like, Gary. Oh, it was he was literally with us the whole time. The polka oh. dot man. It was done so well. My kids were laughing. It's hilarious. Uh, I'll tell you, I enjoyed. I enjoyed. And then what's his name in the beginning? Who's always good? Uh, he was in Walking Dead. You know, uh, he had the long hair. And, uh, he died in the beginning. But, but, oh. uh, he, he, it starts with him. He's got the handball. He kills the bird. What the fuck's his name? Oh, 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 oh Michael Rooker. Yes. Oh, he's always great in everything. Michael Rooker's great. And, you know, he's, he's playing the part. He's, and then when the shit hits the face, he's fucking It was unpredictable. It was, that's what I loved about it. It was unpredictable. My, and one of my favorite scenes, maybe not even, not even just in the movie, but in movies in general is in this film when, when him and Peacemaker are, are walking on the beach killing everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's like nobody likes to show off unless you going off is dope as funny. He's just like, and he's like, dang, he's right. Oh, so good. It was so funny. But what do you you think about the Peacemaker series? You excited about that one? The what now? Oh, Peacemaker series? Yeah, the series. Oh, oh, yeah. I seen the uh, the couple of attractions. Oh, I'm gonna watch. Yeah, I'm gonna watch. It looks good. Oh, what I liked about that is there's an old comic book I used to read. It looks like they're playing him a little goofy, but Vigilante. Did you ever read Vigilante comic book? No. Oh, I'm throwing, I'm bringing it back. He yeah, back. Was, the Vigilante, that was a great comic book from DC. He was basically DC's Punisher. Okay. Vigilante. So when I see the coming attractions and they're like, oh, that's just Vigilante. He's trying to help. And the guy's like waving, he's being goofy, but he looked like a badass. That was a great comic book back in the 80s. Yeah. And maybe, yeah, in the 80s. That's old school. But, uh, uh so I like seeing shit like that. That's not yeah. something I came up with. Well, there's a lot. I mean, like, there's so much. And I think that's what the, the beauty of streaming is. You have all these different opportunities to do certain things that aren't just like the movies, whether you have, you know, you, you've switched over what they're doing on for the Marvel side on Disney Plus with Loki and um, uh, where's what is it? The WandaVision. And now you got yeah. you got uh, Hawkeye. And there's 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 so much. Did you get into any of those shows? Watch them all. You watch them all. Yeah, I enjoyed WandaVision. You know, it was a big that talk about a slow burn in the beginning. I like it started getting a little twilight zoning. So I'm like, oh, oh, this is different. Because in the beginning, I'm like, what the, what is this? You know what? Hearing you talk about this, because you're such a, like a massive, like, you're like a massive DC fan. You're a massive, like, Marvel fan. It's yeah. like, see, you're not in my space. I would love to be able to actually see someone actually face to face call you a shill. <laughs> and see, I'll see, I'll see how that works out for you. Why a shill? What does that mean? Oh, I love that you don't know anything about it. So basically, it's 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 like so when we were on uh, whether you're watching like Marvel or DC or whatever. If if you like Marvel too much, then you're you're a Disney shill and they pay you off. Or if you if you like uh, the, the, I love the Zack Snyder cut. I loved it. But uh, oh, but, I was watching it the other day. I love that too. So good. Great. So then it's like you know. So you can't. So I was gonna say Cyborg must be pissed about that shit. It's a different movie for that guy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, movie, man. He must hate fucking Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon really fucked him. He does. It's like public. This public stuff. Like he's 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 come. He's after him. Yeah, for sure. What am I looking at, man? It's a different. He took out his whole storyline. Whole storyline. And then they came out with Panther around the same time. The poor guy didn't get any. You know what I mean? He he came. That was that was a his story. It's great. When he's in the car, upset about his dad not being there and his mother. Dude, that was emotional. Yeah. I love this. Thing, I thought it was great. Yeah, it was really good. I enjoyed that a lot. That one, man. For so sure. what? So 
what are the other things that you're thinking about though as far as uh, matrix obviously spider-man um with series what what are what are the movies that are coming out that you're really pumped about or short or shows well i mean we got obi i don't know when obi-wan's coming out i believe the book of boba fett that's what i'm looking for next month right yeah yeah it comes out the end of december yeah yeah it is that i enjoyed the what if series i thought that was the party Thor and I liked how it brought everything back together towards the end. Yeah. Like all the different characters and stuff. That was cool, man. So is your is my my wife is not into this stuff. Does your is your wife into this stuff too? Everything we're talking about she watches. Oh you so lucky bastard. And so my he's, he's yeah, it's good and it's bad because sometimes you want to blow through something but you gotta watch it with the family though. You gotta watch it. That's true. Oh, like you, yeah. yeah. What about when you could you go on a lot of these trips though like you know whether you're going on because you got you got you got a lot of the fighters that are that are still very active and doing well in the UFC. Like so, when you're moving around and you're going on tour and, and doing, um, so you're watching a lot of stuff on planes and shit too, right? Yeah, man. Listen, I bring my my uh, my iPad with me and I watch. I that's where I go through series, man. Yeah, I recommend for you if you've never seen it. Did you ever watch Vikings? I started watching Vikings and I liked it. Um, my wife and I started watching a couple episodes, and then it just—I don't know what happened. We trailed off, watched other stuff, and then it's just there's so much stuff to watch. But I did—I did like what I saw because I'm, I, I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. I need a new show to get into. Me and my wife are going. We keep going back to um, Banshee, but eh. yeah. did Not you like? That? Did you, did you watch Dexter when it was on? Uh, we did, but I fell off ages ago. So yeah, uh, they, they, I heard. Well, they—he's got. I, I think it's just a mini series that he's, but it's like. The last series was 2013, so it's eight years later, and it kind of takes place. So the the showrunner that left in like season four, when the show was like really hot, um, is back. That showrunner is back now and working in this one. Right. It's two episodes in so far, and I'm digging it. But it's on it's on Showtime. I I it's and I, you don't necessarily have to be that caught up in all the other stuff. You you can you can get into it pretty quick. Yeah, man. Shit, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll, I'll give that. Maybe I'll give that a shot. Again, I'm always looking for new series, man, to get into. Yeah. You know, and you know, I'll be watching that book of Boba Fett. I, I don't know when the Obi One comes out. Do you know? No one knows. They they have. There's rumors of 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 when it could because if you look at if you look at the releases, I think that Boba Fett's gonna probably be ending up around February is when it ends, right? And then they're gonna probably start another Marvel series in like February March. So if you were gonna gonna guess. Obi Wan's probably gonna come out in like May, if I if I was gonna guess. Two movies that yeah. they're gonna make sequels to that the nerd in me just wish they would. Yeah, you ready? Yeah, let me hear it. One, this is the most underrated superhero movie ever. I just said that. I said it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm gonna say? With the think about the most underrated super. A movie ever, most underrated, whatever. All right, so how long ago did it come out? Maybe 2012. 2012. 2012. Uh, something Man like that. Steel? No. Oh. Which one? I'm going to cut to the chase right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's Judge. It's it, no, it's just Dread. Dread. Yeah. Dread's great. Kurt, Kurt, what's his name? No, uh, uh, no, what's his name? Uh, uh, Urban. Carl Urban. Kurt. Kurt Urban. Carl, Carl. Carl, I'm sorry. Carl Urban. Yeah. I dare and, and the girl from uh the the the, the girl from uh She's in Why the Last Man. Oh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh. Wait, what was she, what was she in Game of Thrones? She was the villain, man. She was mama. You're talking about you're talking about uh Cersei. There's I thought you meant the young girl that becomes dread. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say that you thought I was talking about Judge Dredd with Stallone. <laughs> Rob Schneider. Not that. <laughs> I tried to watch that again with the kids. That, that thing. Yeah. Oh, did you watch Rocky vs. Drago? What is that? Oh, you don't know what that is? No. So, so Stallone did. Stallone did. That's something for you to watch. Stallone did a director's cut of Rocky Four. Oh, oh, so dude, I'm so surprised you haven't seen it. So before, it? before you watch the the cut, Stallone has a 45 minute documentary on YouTube about how he did all this stuff. It's super inspirational, and he talks. So basically, during the quarantine. He went in and he started watching Rocky Four. He decided there was too much goofy shit in there that he didn't want. You want to go? He didn't want to do the '80s thing. He cut the robot out. Like he, he like he goes. He really cuts and he makes it more about a pure drama about how like you know there's this whole thing and when he goes to the boxing commission and talks to them about the, the fight and and there's more about he gives Apollo more of a chance against Drago, makes Drago a little more human. There's a lot of stuff, and so there's like a full-on new director's cut of Never Before. Yeah, where is it? You can get it on Apple. You can get it on Amazon. It was in the, yeah, it was on the it was in the theater one night. But you got to search Rocky versus Drago. I'm gonna yeah, you should. And it's an, it's an hour and a half. There's there's a lot that he cut that I don't think he should have cut at all. But there's a lot that he added that definitely adds to a new tone. And he, he recut the fight. The the Does fight when Adrian went to full bitch mode and says you can't win. Still has it. Still right. has it on, but. But he changes up that conversation a bit because he has that whole the thing that I didn't wish he wouldn't have cut when he says that in order to beat me, he's going to have to kill me. And in order to do that, he's going to have to willing to die himself. Like, I think that comes in later on, like in a voiceover. But like he he changes up that scene. He changes up. There's, there's I mean, this is a different it's a completely different movie. Well, I'm going to watch it, man. Maybe I'll watch that yeah. later with the wife. Yeah, but I'm going to go I'm gonna watch the um, afterlife in like 20 minutes. Oh, good hey, we'll, 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 this is what I do, Christian, when you have yeah. three kids. And I support the local theaters, you know that. But what I would do is you go to Five Below. And Five Below, that's where you get all the candy because it's fucking cheap. Yeah. yeah. All right, listen. Anyway, that's what no, cool. I'll just give you some tips. Go to Five Below, you get those same snacks for fucking 50 yeah. cents. And then you go it's in there and I. Theaters now, I they spend so like 12 grand for a bucket of popcorn. I spilled, I still spend it. I need my popcorn. But uh, hey, man, I'm gonna let you know how this thing, how I enjoy it. Hey, dude, thanks right. for having me on, dude. I appreciate it. We'll do it again. We'll do it again for sure, and we'll and we'll keep talking about maybe maybe one of these episodes of whether it's Boba Fett or um or one of the Hawkeye episodes. You and I can come in. We can just we can review one of the episodes together. Dude, anytime, bro. I still gotta have to get you on unfiltered, man. I want to be on. I was. Just Next. I would love to, and everybody needs to go check out Matt on UFC Unfiltered, and it is with him and Jimmy Norton, and they, uh, yeah, go please go check it out. It's uh, it's it's a great show, and I yeah, and you know what? I need at one point after I get you out of here, I need you to give me a crash course on some stuff, some of the fighters too, because I, I told you I was like a massive fan for a long time, yeah. and it's like like getting back into it again too. I need you, I need you to give me some crash courses. Anything you need to know, bro, uh, I'm with you. And if you guys want, if any of your uh, audience wants to check out on YouTube, Dana White looking for a fight. I just yeah. got back from Denver. I just shot an episode of that. It's myself, Dana White, my buddy Dean Thomas, looking for upcoming talent for the UFC, doing some wacky shit when we're in that state and whatnot. And and then we find talent for the UFC. It's, it's a fun gig. It's a fun yeah, gig. Yeah, it is. It is, yeah. brother. All right. So enjoy the movie, and we'll see you soon. You got it, man. Thanks. Take care, Christian. Thanks, champ. The great Matt Sarah, everybody. Great Matt Sarah. Uh, I always love talking to Matt. Uh, he's just such a good dude.
just such a good dude. And he's like, he's he knows his shit, really knows his shit. Um, before we get uh, we get a couple things. I'm gonna keep talking to you guys for a little bit because you guys know this is the Wednesday episode. Before we move on, I do want to tell you guys about uh about DraftKings. Definitely want to tell you about DraftKings. So DraftKings, ladies and gentlemen, DraftKings. There it is. So Thanksgiving's coming around the corner. It's right there. It's tomorrow. And for thanks for, for Thanksgiving, you got to be thankful for family and food and free bets. And that's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and it has a turkey day no-brainer that you can't miss. New customers can't bet just one dollar on any Thanksgiving NFL game, and you can you can bet you can win one hundred dollars in free bets if either team scores a point. So. New customers can bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. And if Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the Thanksgiving NFL action. Make your first deposit and you can play free for millions with DraftKings daily fantasy football contests. DraftKings, it's safe, it's secure, it's reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Here's what you have to do. You download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code Big Thing. Bet just one dollar on any Thanksgiving NFL game and win one hundred dollars in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code Big Thing this Thanksgiving at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Well, you got to be twenty-one or older. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem? Please call one eight hundred Gambler. Okay. So obviously it's great when you talk to movie fans in general, right? That are so excited about, I mean, when you look at what's happened over the last two years and how the film industry and entertainment industry, like everything else just had to kind of stop. And it was like, when, when they're coming back and then the things, when it starts to finally come back and things hit theaters and more things go into production and, and now we're getting that wave, right? And the wave was, whether it was the suicide squad and Dune and all these other movies that are coming out and I get the awards movies coming out. And, and I don't know yet. I'm trying to think when, when, when this comes out, I might even have my review of house of Gucci up at this point. I don't even know. I got to see when the embargo drops, but that's a movie that was um, that people are talking about. And so I, 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 I straight off of it with Matt because it didn't seem like he'd give two shits about it once I brought it up too. So, um, but there are just so many different movies coming out. It's great. The entertainment business is starting to kind of move again. And I think that's probably one of the reasons that I've been having so much more fun doing this over the last uh, four months, whatever it might be. And thank you to everybody who's been involved in, uh, in really commenting on this channel, liking subscribing doing all of that yeah I, I can't tell you how important it is and how um it's just great like we've got got around 22 23,000 subscribers at the moment um and it was when we took the channel over it was barely seven or something and it was just a matter of listening to you guys to be honest and that's the that's the main thing it's since the and this someone asked me not too long ago when they were doing uh starting about wanting to podcast and what the what the main thing is and i stick by that you just it, it, whether you have a hundred thousand people listening or 10 people listening who are those people you know like what what do they like what do they don't like and you know and as as it, as it grows on some people are just going to be turds and it's, you know people negativity it's always going to be a part of it but you got to look towards the positivity also and what's there and listen to those people 
and hear what they what they like, what they what they hope to see, why they were with you in the first place. And and I heard people, you know, it's like I'm just like anybody else, I'm human being. I can say sometimes I can uh sometimes I could be stubborn, sometimes I could uh maybe not understand like certain like like I said, I still I love the movie trivia Schmodown, it's my baby. I love it, cannot wait for right around the corner of the Schmodown. Spectacular. We're gonna be doing so much great stuff. When before the pandemic, we're on such a move and we're doing so many great things. I think with ESPN and all these things that were happening. And I figured, you know, all right, then the Schmodown as itself can just do be the Schmodown and we can just run off the Schmodown and just do and do that. Just be the Schmodown. And, you know, I didn't want to, and I, I almost sometime, I think stubbornly was like, nah, I don't need to talk about movies. I don't want to talk about movies. And it's like, why? You love movies. You love doing, you love to do that. That's why you got into this in the first place. You know, it's like, you got, it's, it's because, you know, I think it was also the fact that being in stand up comedy and not doing stand up for a while and, and, SEN Live became a place that I could just kind of goof around and I didn't want to just make it dependent and be like repetitive off of uh, things that I had done in the past. And and then realizing that you can do both of those things and you can still make it fresh. And you, I think that it's, you always got to learn from anything that you do. And I said, well, what if I now do this thing where I do a hybrid of schmoes and Collider Live and one-on-one and everything that I've ever done. And I just do what I like to do. And if I even, if I get into the middle of a, a conversation, I want to start talking about the windblower in the background and how that's, you know, Leatherface chasing somebody with his balls out, then I can do that. But if I want to switch that and have like a serious conversation about social media with Corey Coleman, I can do that. And in the same conversation and flip it and do something else and not worry about, well, you have to hit this because this is trending or you have to do this or you can't say that or you can't do this or you have to involve this person. You have to do this person. You want to do this person. You want to have to that person. You have to have all you have, to have 17 people in the room and do this and do that. And that's and that was that that's also me talking to myself where I thought that I had to have 17 people in a room. In order to, you know, have that show that everybody wanted. And that's why I think SCN Live is is the best show over on Twitch because it's so interactive and that's what it needs to be. But like for me, it was like, you know, I don't know. I just, I think that a conversation, like I can't wait for you guys to see the conversation that we have tomorrow with uh, Into the Spider-Verse with Winston and, and Coy. It's just like a fun conversation with the two of us. And then when I talk to Steph and Mike about Star Wars, it's just, I don't know. I just found like I feel like I found my my stride on this on this new channel. Um and maybe I'm wrong. It just feels right. And I saw some guy on Facebook group was like, You you rinse rinse wants to repeat. You say this is your favorite show, you've said that before. I was like, Yeah, in, in certain aspects I've had when I've doing shows, I realize okay, you gotta evolve and you get to the next step. But like, what do you like about them and what do you like most about them? And there's certain like Schmo's no show is some of the greatest moments like that I've ever had in my career, so much fun and things we were doing. Um, and I know that people love that. I just, I, I just, I have bad memories now in general of like, of just of the Collider Live. I just, it seemed like a job to me and loved working with, with the crew over there too. It just was, I don't know. It just, it was just a bad time in my life in general. You know, my brother passed away in 2018. We started the show the weekend I got back from his funeral you know 
And I just worked in a dark place for a long time. And, you know, it just wasn't, and it just wasn't somewhere I didn't enjoy driving there. I didn't enjoy, it was like when I was on the air, it's like, you know, we, I feel like when I laughed for a little bit, then I looked around, I just felt like, oh, it doesn't really feel like we're really doing anything here. And it doesn't feel like, and not to the audience. Uh, let me be very clear about that. The audience was fantastic. And the audience was really, um, was really sweet and was always like very, uh, very involved. And we met some great people through it, whether it's Thrawn or David B or, I mean, uh, Saul. I mean, so many great people that it's not the audience. It was a me thing, kind of what I was going through at the moment and the time and, and just not, you know, like, and I said it a few different times. I did, a lot of times I didn't like, I think that not just me, but the whole crew, I didn't feel like the crew that show was really appreciated at the time. And I could be misreading it or, or not, but just kind of how it went down either way. But I love this show, man. I love doing this. I love doing Sith. And I've been, I've been really and doing the reviews and the reactions. And it's also, it's a convenience thing. You know, I'm home. I'm in my home studio. And I think that's part of it. I can do certain things and I um I know that I have a certain thing that there's a new story that breaks and and then listening to you guys too like when I did I've done like a kind of a story that would break and then I would start talking about it and then I look at the comments and people say we like these little news clips keep doing them so please your feedback there I've seen a few people who have written comments said oh you know I've never really responded before and I don't know if you're going to listen I want I read them and I respond to them because I think that community is very important. I've mentioned it many times. I think YouTube lost track. I think when you when YouTube started, that was it was all about creators connecting to their audience and having conversations with them. I'm tr I, it's great. There's a lot more comments coming these days, so it's a little harder for me. Like I'm Schmodown, we have a full, full, fantastic, fantastic crew that works endlessly to make things happen. The Skybound crew is just so amazing over there. Um, the this channel, I'm pretty much a one-man band with the exception of like um, Derek, who helps over in marketing, and um, and then Scott, who helps over in the podcast side, minus obviously Brian Ward who did the graphics and stuff too, but it's pretty much like a very small team over here that's just working. It was like a side project, and it's um and it's moving, and I thank you guys for that. I really do. I thank you guys very much, and because of it, I'm going to tell you, you should all brush your teeth. Brush your teeth because health practices, you got to, you got to pay attention to, you got to get into it and learning new habits. It is going to make your life easier. It's so much better. And like when you're brushing your teeth in a, in a way where you're really taking care of them and not, and you know that people are looking at, oh, look at that guy's smile. Look at that lady's smile. It's great. It really helps. The Quip electric toothbrush is loved by over 7 million mouths, and it has these options for you. A lightweight and a sleek design for adults and kids with no wires, a bulky charger to weigh you down. It's a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter. It's got reusable handles in a range of sleek metal hues, including best-selling all black and all pink, as well as bright plastic colors sure to make a pop to your bathroom counter. And on top of your brushing, you can upgrade with your Quip with a new smart motor to track and improve your brushing with a free Quip app. Earn amazing rewards like free refills, products, Target gift cards, and more. Beyond the brush, Quip has everything you need to build a complete routine. 
There's the anti uh, the anti cavity uh, toothpaste. You have mint, watermelon, and there's refillable gum that's sugar free, has long lasting mint flavor, and it comes with a dispenser. So you go on over to getquip.com slash big thing right now, and you're going to get your first refill free. That is your first refill free at getquip.com slash big thing, G E T Q U I P.com slash big thing. Quip, the good habits company. I'm having a really fun time here on this show today. It was a blast. Love talking to Sarah. I don't know what I'm going to title this episode yet because we talked about everything. We really do. We talked about a lot of great stuff. What are you guys looking forward to the most? Um, make sure you do that. Not only please subscribe to this channel if, it's brand, if you're brand new to it, but please um, subscribe to the channel, but leave some comments and tell me what are you looking forward to on this channel that you want to see. Um, in, in particular, like we're going to be doing uh, Hawkeye reviews for sure. We're going to be doing um, uh, Peacemaker for sure, reviews. We're going to be doing um, uh, Book of Boba Fett. Going to be doing uh, House of Gucci, West Side Story reviews, Spider Man, Matrix, Matrix Rewatch. Um, the Spider Man Rewatch series ends tomorrow, so don't forget to watch that. Please go check it out if you haven't checked it out before. We have full playlists on both the Star Wars rewatches and the Spider Man rewatches, so please go give those a, che- a check out. Um, but that's really it, guys. Enjoy your day. I hope you're subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts and everything where podcasts are found. But um, that's the show. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks again to Matt Sarah. Go check him out on UFC Unfiltered and check out him on um, on YouTube with Dana White, Dean Winters. And um, that's it, everybody. Peace. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com listen. Shopify.com listen.